You're listening to episode 53 of the Business of Making podcast. This week, we are talking about what we hate about business. It's a rant episode. We hope you enjoy it. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvers, Deb Engelmeyer, and Jess Van Den. We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success. This podcast is brought to you by the Business of Making's Email Marketing for Makers Workshop Bundle the ultimate guide for starting, growing, and making sales from your email list. Let us give it to you straight. Email marketing works. It's essential to growing a successful handmade business online. If you've never got your email marketing groove on, it can be overwhelming and complicated. Never fear though, we've outlined everything you need to know so you can harness the power of email marketing to grow your business. No more I'll get it done one day excuses. This three-part workshop series has been designed with you in mind, the maker, the creator, the risk taker. Each workshop is actionable and fluff free. With dwindling organic reach on social media, you can't afford to let email marketing pass you by. It doesn't have to be overwhelming and just another thing you have to action. It can and should be a profitable marketing strategy. Get instant access to our no BS email marketing workshop now. Visit thebusinessofmaking.com slash workshops to change your business today. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Business of Making podcast. I am here again, as always, with my lovely co-host, Deb. Hello. And my other lovely co-host, Jess. Mail. And I am talking in a very lovely tone because I just want to do a bait and switch for you because this week we are doing a rant episode. We're going to be talking about all the things that we hate about business and it's going to be probably a bit funny. But anyway, before, before we jump into any negative Nelly situations, I'm going to read out a lovely review because we keep it lovely for a little bit for This review comes from Juice Unicorn. Thank you so much, Juice Unicorn, for leaving a review. It says, love this show. I get so much great advice from their conversations. I love the energy of the interactions between all three hosts. I wish it came out more frequently. Oh, my God. Imagine doing this more. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to happen. Thank you. That's not going to happen. Thank you so much, though. So I assume you've listened to all of them, like you binge listen to all of them, because if not, you have to do that, because we can't do more than once a week at the moment. I wish. Maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll have time to do that. Mm. It would be great. I mean, yeah. When we're retired, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. And we're bored because we can't stop. Like we can't, we have to keep active. Uh, But yeah, this episode's going to be fun. I like it. It's not going to be negative, but funny negative. I think we were just chatting behind the scene about stuff that it's like, oh, there's definitely stuff that we don't like in running Mm. your own business. And we were like, oh, there's so many of these things that we could talk about. (laughs) And we started thinking... You know, and I'm going to do a series like weeks on end just talking about stuff we don't like. But we think from time to time we could drop a little funny episode just opening up about stuff we don't like so that if you don't like this thing either, you feel less lonely <laughs> knowing that we don't either. 
<laughs> so what's the thing this week, Michaela? So, um, well, I don't know. Do we want to, I think, uh, Jess, you were saying we should probably also just go quickly into the fact that you don't have to love everything about business. Mm-hmm. Like it's quite normal and common to not love everything all the time. Happiness is, uh, what is it? What do they say? Happiness is not a destination. It's a fleeting something. I don't mm. know. I don't know. I well, that was a great quote. That was a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's true. Yeah. People who are uh, trying to be happy all the time are, I guess, misguided or yeah. whatever. Like, that's not a, mm. a possibility because happiness is not a state that you can be in 100% of the time. No. So it's the same as in business. You can't be joyful and grateful and loving every minute of it all the time because there's shit bits. Like yeah. there's are just annoying and bad and annoying yeah so yeah yeah this whole i think uh, there's this dichotomy in our culture between the whole yay everything is everything is awesome that song you're gonna have it stuck in your head now (laughs) 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 the lego song and and the and the opposite which is trying to counteract that going it's okay to feel a bit shit sometimes yeah Yeah, you know and and so that i guess that we're doing an episode about that today is that yeah like I think we all have said before and probably often say in order to be successful in business, you have to like business. Like you have to like or love business in general. Like you have to enjoy some aspect of it because if you don't enjoy it at all, Mm. you're going to find it incredibly difficult to be successful at it. If you, Mm -hmm. if you hate every aspect of it all the time. But I think what we're talking about more here is that there, every person's different and everybody's going to like some aspects of it and probably not like other aspects of it. And there'll be times when you'll hate one thing and then it'll be fine. And then you'll hate something else and then it'll be fine. And just being aware of that and and accepting that and knowing it's okay to not be okay with it all, all the time is important. Definitely. I think, um, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Having to think. That's something we hate. Like I hate having to think. It's really hard. Like you joke, but I actually want to pull this out as something. Um, Deb will totally understand this, and I think Mick will as well. I have a membership site, which I've been running for five years now. Something I hate that I don't hate, I find it incredibly frustrating and, and difficult at times, is you always have to be coming up with new content. You always yeah. have to be coming up with new ideas. And I think we can extrapolate this. Um, to your blog or to Instagram or to any social media, this, this constant pressure to be producing more content. Mm-hmm. I am a content machine. Like <laughs> literally it is all I freaking do. Like yes. I create courses. If I'm not creating a course, I'm creating a video outline and I'm recording it. If I'm not, it's a blog. If I'm not, it's a podcast. And I'm like constantly, and, and I also write a column in the Handmade Seller magazine every month. So I like constantly have to take the inside of my brain and organize them into like a easy to understand thing. And sometimes most of the time I love it or I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing because that's literally all I do. That would be a big problem if I didn't like, like that. But yeah, there are definitely times where I'm like, I can't do it this week. Like I just, mm. just can't, but I must <laughs> because there's these deadlines here. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's this definitely for- happens. It's basically forced creativity. Yeah. So whenever, oh, you, yeah, whenever, yeah, whenever you have a job like ours, 
most of the time you probably love it like Deb and I do, but there are times when it, it can be incredibly stressful uh, and incredibly frustrating because yeah, like I'm the same as Deb. Like that's basically what I spend most of my time doing is creating like for create and thrive is creating fresh content, whether it's a podcast or whatever. Um, and it's also can be really difficult to when you've been doing it for so long to be creating like there's only so many ways you can say take better photos. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's only so many ways you can say do your pricing. Yeah. Um, and so coming up with new and fresh ways to approach these topics and actually getting uh, working out how to get these concepts across to people in the best way can be really challenging. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people listening right now are thinking, yeah, if I need to make one more of those handmade socks, this oh, model God. that I've been selling for two years, and it's my bestseller. So I don't want to take it off, but I freaking hate it now. <laughs> if you hate this one pair of socks that you have to make for, for babies, sometimes it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> like you're I not totally a bad get person that. for like not liking this one thing that you used to love. As long as there's other products and other things in your business that you enjoy, it's okay that there's a part of it that you're like, don't like that. <laughs> Yeah. And I see this come up a lot for people. It's like, I'm so sick of making this product, but it yeah. keeps selling. It sells so well. It's always the one. Well, and that's usually why they're sick of it. Cause it's yeah. the one that sells so well that they're like, I'm just making this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we have a problem. Like the most, I think it's, and I think you, I think you both agree with me. Um, like captions for Oh, Instagram captions. Okay, well, this is why we're having this episode, really, because I, <laughs> let's be honest, this is what happened before we recorded. I was like, I am just a little bit over Instagram. And I like, I just find that to me, it is something I'm putting energy in. Like I have to, it's not something that comes naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I did I didn't have to, I wouldn't be on social media. I do not enjoy it. I, I just hate it, to be honest. Like I just find it's a bit, I'd rather read a book. <laughs> <laughs> so I see there's part of it that I do love. I see the connection. I love discovering, you know, new artists or makers or whatever on it, but it's so easy to get like dragged into it all that I just, mm. for some reason, put a distance with it. And so it's been hard for me to show up in a way that I know would help me grow further on that one platform mm-hmm. simply because I don't enjoy the work. So it's kind of like the situation where you're like, okay, well, do I force it because, you know, you don't have to love everything you have to do or can I afford to not do it? And yeah. I think that's always what it comes down to. It's like, well, there's stuff that you have to do. You have to do them. So it's just kind of like, well, cop it. <laughs> like, I mean, at some point you still have to do it. And then there's stuff that you can go, well, you know, I can decide not to do that. Mm. Yeah. I think Instagram's a funny one. Like I really enjoy being on Instagram personally and cause it's organic. It happens when I want it to happen. And if something good happens, I take mm. a photo of it and I write, you know, I guess from the heart, whatever. Mm. Um, but doing it for business is a completely different beast yeah. and it mm. has to be more strategic. And I don't love that when I'm trying to do it on the fly, mm. I do like doing it if I'm batching that content and writing it out because I'm being more methodical about it. And mm. I know that what I'm saying is actually worthwhile, but mm. if I'm trying to, you know, write something, yeah. Like at the time when I'm trying to post it, it's, I hate it. I just like, Mm. I'm just like, I want to quit. I don't yeah. want to do it anymore. Yeah. And I think it's funny. We're all kind of on the same page with that. Like I don't love Instagram either. Um, there, there are parts of it I enjoy. Actually, I'm really glad they brought in stories because I actually quite like stories. I find them quite fun to do. Um, I think because it's low pressure, 
you know, you're just showing these snippets and you're just having a bit more fun with it. It doesn't have to look perfect. You're not affecting yeah. your grid. Um, <laughs> I'm not so concerned about how many likes I'm getting or whatever, you know. Um, so I think for me that's a bit more fun. But, yeah, I find it, it a bit stressful as well. And I think I'm certainly an introvert and mm. that means that social media in general is something I find somewhat difficult and I have to put a lot of boundaries around it. Otherwise, it sucks my energy dry. Uh, and we talked about that in a previous episode, not that long ago, the social media boundaries episode. And I think it was probably pretty obvious from that episode that we're all pretty keen on putting boundaries around yeah. our social media use. Like none of us are natural social media people. Like yeah. we don't necessarily. I don't know about that. Like I oh, feel are you like maybe? I yeah. yeah. But, but for fun. Yeah. But like I say, like if I'm organized enough, I'm happy to do it for mm. my business. I'm all over Facebook. Like I'm mm. totally fine with that. But I am definitely introverted, but I used to be extroverted. So I think maybe I find online like way easier to to do in general with social media stuff rather than face-to-face. Like, mm. fuck me, don't put me in a room with people. Like, that's so interesting. <laughs> I think I then actually gravitate towards social media yeah. because it is like the boundaries already there. The screen yeah. is there. I don't have to actually talk to these people. I don't have to actually like, you know be face to face with them. So mm. yeah, I feel like I'm maybe a little bit different to you guys in that respect, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I think social media is a real gift to the introverted business owner because it does put those natural boundaries there. You can like, you don't have to network in person, you know, you, you can do it online now. And for me, I think that's been an absolute blessing. Um, and it's funny, you know, I really used to love Twitter. Like I was, I loved Twitter, like when it started like 2008, 2009, I made a lot of friends. I had a lot of fun, but then it changed. And I kind of feel almost like social media has, like it was kind of fun and innocent and everybody was just connecting. And now it's just turned into a shouting factory. Mm. Um, and I think, like, I think the feeling of, of social media has shifted since then. And that's potentially why I don't enjoy it so much anymore. Like I don't, I don't really hang out on Facebook anymore. I don't hang out on Twitter anymore. I spend more time, I guess probably like my Facebook groups, that's different. I, I, I quite enjoy being in those Facebook groups because you get that specific discussion around certain topics. And, you know, I love being in my own group because it's a you know curated group of people who are on the same page as me. Um, and then Instagram, I find the most uh, relaxed, I guess the most positive. And I know it comes down to your curation as well. You know, don't get me yeah. wrong, but yeah. yeah, there's definitely that feeling there for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with you that social media has changed. It's ironically, it's much more of a business now, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of it. Even when you're, even when you're just like looking at people in your personal feed, there's so much, uh, so much of it that is, it feels manipulative, mm. and people are being strategic. Like maybe they're people who are, you know, as part of an MLM or whatever, the juice, whatever it might be, <laughs> but they're framing their post on their personal you know, feed, mm. whether it be Facebook or Instagram as, as a personal post, but it's definitely business. And I yeah. find that like, it's just like, ooh, like everyone mm. is trying yeah. well, to. I mean, we have personal brands now that didn't exist. Like it feels no. like it existed for a long time. And in a way it did personally, you know, like Steve Jobs was always a personal brand or whatever, mm. but now it is a thing that people actively pursue. Like I am going to build a brand around my own self. So even mm. when you think you're following like a personal account of someone, it's like curated to a way that's kind of like, it's not really authentic or genuine anymore. Mm. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's why I struggle a lot with social media. I think I'm like you just, I love groups and communities. So I love our community. I love the actual people. Yeah. 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 And and you get to know each other properly. Yeah. 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 And there's an in, a, a common interest that yes. you seem to be discussing only that in that group. And then there's another group for this other thing. Mm. So it's kind of more, you can sort of go into that group freely talking about this one topic, knowing that people will resonate and that, you mm. know, yeah, I like that. I think that what I'm struggling with with the Instagrams <laughs> is I actually go in and out of it. Like sometimes I'm like so into it and I'm like, but I'm just loving this platform. It's mm. fantastic. And then like the next month I'm like, I didn't log in. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. And I think I'm it's saying. like, yeah. And it's so weird. It's like I go in and out of it. And so there's no real consistency from me there, which is a bit sad. But anyway, I think actually when stories got released, like it's funny that you say you, you were happy. Cause like when I saw that I went, Oh no. <laughs> I was like, this Instagram thing is about to become all about those stories and Mm. I do not want to have to uh, do videos. And I think I was putting pressure on myself about what the videos need to look like. And like, really, I'm in my pajamas every day with my hair up. And I'm like, I don't do anything like sexy. I'm not going to share my awesome breakfast, like Instagram story. Like I was like, how am I going to use this? Now I'm much more comfortable with it because I found sort of like that. I really actually don't care. Yeah. Like on video, but I had to go through a period of like, how am I going to make this work for me? And that wasn't necessarily easy. And I'm still not 100% there, to be honest. Hey, Maker, are you loving the Business Making podcast? We're loving bringing it to you, but we really need your support to make sure that this show keeps going into the future. You can support us by becoming one of our patrons on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. We have a few different membership levels. You can get things like behind the scenes and extra special content, uh, a link to your business from our website, and even maybe a shout out on the show and more. Just head on over to thebusinessandmaking.com forward slash support, and you can get all the information there about how you can become one of our Maker Mavens insiders and help this show to grow and flourish going forward. Yeah, I think that, and I think that's one thing I liked about stories is you can be a bit more just natural and real. Yeah. And you know, I'm I think we're all pretty similar in that. Like, we're not interested in the perfect hair and makeup and looking all schmick. And we're like, mm. I mean, I don't want to look like a complete slob or hobo. Like, there's a limit. There's a, there's a, there's a line. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look like you know I'm a put together human being, but yeah. at, the, at the same time, uh, you know. It, it, yeah, I don't. I, I I want to be me. I guess yeah. that's what it comes down yeah. to, and that's who I am. Like, I don't wear makeup. I don't do my hair. Yeah. I, think, I think part of my problem is that in my mind's eye, I'm much more put, put together than I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to doing something, I'm like, holy shit! I look like I've just crawled out of the sewer. Like put together to me means did you have a shower and did you brush your teeth and like do you have a shampoo in the next in the last like three days if yes then you know you're probably all right to go on camera do i have food in my teeth no i'm okay oh yeah there's that problem too but you can see that while you're recording but i guess like the reason i wanted to talk about this thing was instagram the story versus the feed and all is that at some at some point if there's something that you don't necessarily like but that you know you have to do 
it's okay to sort of pick that thing in the platform that works well for you. So for me, mm-hmm. for example, for Instagram, sometimes I do it in a more of a batch way because I'm like, okay, I, I know I'm not going to get into it this month and I'm really busy with other things. So I'm not going to be able to be, uh, to have an instant where I'm like, let me just get my phone and do a stories. Cause I'll just, I won't be doing that. Like if I'm traveling, I know this probably won't be happening. So because I'm not on my phone as much, so I'll batch and I'll mm. so I'll use obviously the feed a bit more then because I want to have my pictures and my captions coming out and I've planned them in advance and blah blah blah. Others, I actually have a bit more time and I feel a bit more free to like get my phone and do more stories and so I'll dive mm. a bit more in that. And it's fine. I'm just trying to find the part that I like so that I can actually do the job. Because if I really hate it, I'm just not going to do it. Like, that's just my personality. I'm just like, no, let me move that deadline to tomorrow. And I do that every day. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a really good point because I think a lot of people also get caught up in the fact that they have to be doing all the things on all of the platforms. Mm, And it doesn't even necessarily mean online. It doesn't have to be social media like this episode is about whatever annoys us. Like I don't like networking. I hate going there and, you know, face to face stuff. Mm. So I just don't do it and that's okay. Like you don't have to be everywhere. So I guess like just again, I feel like I say this every episode, do a little self audit on yourself <laughs> and, you, and work out what you do yeah. have to be doing and what you don't have to be doing and don't listen to all the online noise around people who are teaching that particular thing saying that you have to be doing this or you have to be doing that, mm. which is, <laughs> we no. don't do that, you know, like, yeah, you got to find what's working for you, but also where your customers are. And if something just doesn't work for you, then just don't. Yeah. Do there's it. a real pressure every time there's a feature that's blowing up. Like at the moment mm. it's stories. Every Instagram expert is going to tell you stories is the place to be. You have to be creating stories. Here's how you create your arc stories that you sell through stories, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yes, they're good and they're booming at the moment, but there's still a billion person on this platform, however many, I think that's actually a billion, some probably more than mm. that now. Um, and there's still so many, like thousands and thousands and thousands of accounts that are doing really well with captions and the feed still, and they're not doing yeah. stories and they're doing mm. okay. And you can be one of these people. And it's yeah. like, so don't get like caught up in like those latest feature that are like, this is the next thing you need to be there. You can, if you're excited by it and if realistically you're going to be consistent with it, but don't feel so bad on yourself and so down on yourself if you can't because there's all the ways to make those platform work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, what about TikTok is a big one at the moment. Like okay, everybody's what talking is about that? TikTok. Okay, so I've heard, it's just I've short videos. That. It's okay. like Vine, okay. but new. Um, and then Periscope. Who remembers Periscope? Yes. yes. <laughs> I feel um, like it's becoming really hard to even? compete with the big ones now. I feel like every time yeah. a new uh, little startup like that has a concept that's good, the big ones just take it on board as a new feature of theirs or like they just yeah. absorb them. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, I don't know, there's been so many like TikTok. I've heard that. And I was like, I'm not going to look into that. That sounds like it's going to be gone in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So there's that as well. Like, uh, yeah. what, like let's, let's move on from the, the social media. What other things do we hear? I hate it when people hack my site. How about that? That happened to me today. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah, that's an annoying one. Yeah. Uh, that happen also. Yeah. Yeah. This is I what I actually pay. Yeah, I pay a company on a yearly basis to, you know, for my security. So thankfully, I learned that lesson many years ago when it happened the first time. (laughs) It's happened numerous times. Yeah, yeah. I'm overly uh, like, yeah, this happened to me as well the first couple of years. And now I'm like, I have a billion backups because I'm just so scared. (laughs) This is like my life. Imagine if you were to lose the content of your membership site. Oh my God, that would be I guess the whole thing is on like two hard drives 
32 like cloud backups but still if you were to lose your site and you had to like rebuild it from scratch this is like a nightmare this is like yeah. wipe out your calendar for six months that's all you're freaking doing like no thank you yeah so you know that that's something i hate is nasty people trying to hack websites why do they do that yeah, yeah. i don't know why they do that with too much time on their hands. I hate spam in uh, face my Facebook groups. I freaking Ooh. hate that. Yeah, yeah, I hate that annoying. so much. Even not like this is the whole thing about how we were just saying how we like interacting in the groups because it is people and you get to know them a bit more and it's more of a discussion. But those people who still are kind of just sneaky and they're like, no, I'm in here as a group member, but then they just post on the day mm. that you see a promo or mm-hmm. loud or they, they're just always a bit sneaky about it. I'm like, this is not the platform for that. No one's going to buy your stuff from this post that you're posting. Like we're here for mm. a conversation and a discussion. Mm. And then if you actually engage in that and form that relationship, then people will maybe buy from you. So yeah, that yeah. really interests me when people do that. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. And like, I have questions as well. Like we do in our group, our group is small and like, really, I love our group, the business of making group guys, you should join <laughs> it. Uh, what is it? The business of making that com slash Facebook. And it will take mm-hmm. you to the group to join. It's a really nice group. I think we're like 500 in it at the moment, which is like a lot, but also not too much that, you know, like there's, <laughs> it's really, really nice. And so, yeah, thanks guys for being in it. Um, <laughs> but so that group is perfect. There's never a problem with it. I love it. Mine's starting to yeah, be bigger. Sorry, and s- just to interrupt, we don't even have to do any moderation in that group ever. No, like, no. It's so nice. You're all fantastic. Yeah. They're all so cool. They're like, just, you know, post when they want to and they say the, all yeah. the good things. And yeah, it's fantastic. It's yeah. really good. They help each other out. Yeah, I love it. Mm. And I'm not saying I don't have that in, in my group, but just because it's bigger, there's also people mm. that join, I guess. I guess because Facebook recommends it, people like, I'm going to join, I'm going to drop my link. But I do have a couple of questions. It's not like you can just join automatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so usually that filters through, like if you, you know, but still people will like pretend they'll, they'll reply, yes, I have a handmade job. They don't. Mm. And then they join. And they post a link to like an Amazon thing that's like just oh, a gross God. plastic product or whatever with like a link that's like, buy your contact me for stock this and that. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, Why? it's just, like, obviously I delete and block. And then I used to be like, uh, just that's it. I would just block the user. And now mm. I like leave, you can leave them a little note when you like yes. kick them out. <laughs> I have like a copy paste thing that I put in that pretty much says what Michaela was saying, which is that I'm actually telling them like, first you're out. <laughs> goodbye but also um this will never help this is not how you make your business not going to make money doing that like no one in this group was going to buy from this this is not you're wasting your time because like Mm. i feel like this is like public service i'm doing i'm just like (laughs) these four people like what are you doing yeah i know it's crazy Uh, anyway that's something i hate (laughs) i hate it when people email me to get on my podcast or a guest post on my blog and don't use my name um, oh, like a copy paste that they've sent to everyone yes. at the same time. Yeah, like um, one people who email me to guest post on my blog. I literally on my contact page have a big thing in red that says I'm not accepting guest posts. Did that person check? No. <laughs> They're yeah. showing their disrespect right off the bat. So those yeah. just get deleted. I don't even open them. And then people who pitch my podcast who are obviously just generically pitching any business podcast they can and possibly they get on. Nothing to do nothing with, to what, do with what, handmade business. posts about that and I'm like, this is just insane. I also, um, which is a little bit different, but I get emails still about my old business, which I closed two and a half years ago, asking if I'll run a party. I'm like, <laughs> did you... 
where did you get the information from? And also, did you look at the website? Because it says this is closed and it's not. That is like, so interesting. I wonder where they yeah, get where the, are they getting that from? Yeah. Are you on some directory or something? Some, well, I got some articles published in. Uh, so I think maybe they're coming from there. But still, it's like, wouldn't you go and check out the website first rather than just. I don't yeah, know. it seems I like what I would do, yeah. Due diligence, people. <laughs> yeah. Just a little yes. bit of research first. But anyway. People mm. are time poor. I guess they just want to go straight to the source. So what do you hate? Let us know in the Ella. Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> there is so many. We could go, we could go on and on and we on could. and on and on. We probably will do another episode. We spend little snippets of things we hate. <laughs> we should start a list. <laughs> like every time you get annoyed at something, you just write it down. Just like a venting exercise. Oh, can I leave us with one final thing? And yeah. this is a public service announcement. If somebody has an event on and they tell you it's at a certain time online, please go look it up in your time zone <laughs> by yourself. Don't email the person and say, what time is this in my time zone? <laughs> These things exist. Google exists for a reason. <laughs> Let me Google that for you. Yes. Google that for you. Although, counterpoint to that, I was trying to sign up for something once and they, they didn't put the time zone oh, yeah. in America. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to even look this up. Like I, like I, well, so I knew where they were. Mm. They didn't put the actual time zone. They just put the time. So then I yeah, had to well, go. That's, a, that's on them. Yeah. That's uncool. Yeah. like, oh, just tell me, like, I don't know exactly what time. Yeah. And it was just really annoying. But anyway. Yeah. Both, both sides of the coin. But I know yeah. we're not like that because we put time zones on our times. We do. Yeah. And that's why we do it. <laughs> I I love that we haven't even got it into like nasty comments, bad reviews that aren't meant to be there because you like know that you ship the perfect product and it's just a person like just upset for some weird reason. Like there's so much stuff like bad comments, bad emails. People email me sometimes when I sell uh, my membership, like I record and do free content every freaking week for free. I've been doing that for years. As we were saying, like I'm a content machine. And then if I sell once my membership, I get emails of people saying like, unsubscribe me. I do not want to buy anything. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry that you've been getting free content for a full year. And this is the first email that you get where I'm offering you a $1 trial tonight. tonight. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, of course I'll unsubscribe you. Like in grateful. <laughs> yeah. Please go away. <laughs> please go away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> See, I well, just can't stop finding new ones. <laughs> we need to we cut them off. We need to stop. We will have to do a part two just for Deb. Yeah. And for things that you guys bring up, share them with us. And we'll, yeah, we'll, we, can sh- we can pass your rants on to the world. We can. Yeah. yeah, let us know. You could get a little featurette on the rant episode. Yeah. Find us in the, in the community, in the Facebook community, because it's, yes. it's a closed environment where you can feel free to, like, say these things yeah. without people, without actual customers seeing it. So if you want to rant mm-hmm. about, like, customers review, always anonymous, obviously, but if you want to say yes. that you don't like that, it's maybe not something you want to do in the actual public space. But all in no. a group. You can do that in there. <laughs> I think um, uh, we'll wrap it up now, but I think one last important point would be to mention that we are having a vent and we are having a rant and stuff does annoy us, but it's really important not to camp there in those feelings. Yeah. And the whole idea of this is to just get it off your chest, but then you need to let it go 
It's mm-hmm. very, very important not to, yeah. Yeah, just have a laugh about it. I mean, we've been laughing about it more than actually, like I'm not actually feeling negative right no, now. I'm really, I'm really like I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's the best way to do it. It's like have fun about it. Just just go, oh, that's yeah. annoying, whatever, brush it off, you know. And we do this, uh, like we actually share this with each other in our Slack, like we often like rant to each other about certain things and experiences. Yeah, and it's eye roll emojis. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's human nature. It's how we, you know, we kind of get it off our chest, share it with someone who understands and can commiserate and go, I understand. And then moving on. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you need to join the Facebook group, the business of making that com slash Facebook. It is a very positive group where you get answers when you need help and advice and feedback on your shop as well. But this is a good place to meet people that will understand when you do find yourself in a situation and you're like, I can't with this right now. (laughs) People supporting you. So join us. Join us. Mm. And very, very last thing, I promise, just want to do a quick shout out to one of our most recent uh, patron members, Sherry. Thank you so much for joining us as a patron of the podcast. Um, We honestly couldn't do it without our patrons because you guys basically pay for the show to be produced. So thank you so very much. If you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash T-B-O-M. Thank you all so much for being here. And (laughs) we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.